0: Hi, mamas. Welcome to the Blessed Mama podcast. I'm your host, Candice, a very blessed mama. Um, Well, today is November 3rd. It's election day. There's um, a lot going on, as you can see from the title. Actually, I'm not sure what I'm going to title this podcast yet, but I really just felt that I had to talk about... I just had to tell my story today. Um, yesterday we put our dog Grizzly down, and some may say, wow, (laughs) it's a little too soon to post a podcast about that, um, but my personality is the type of personality I have to talk about things. If I don't talk about something, I just go over it in my mind again and again and again, and I drive myself crazy, and so I figured, well... Let me share the story, let me get it out there, and then hopefully I can start to (sighs) heal, I guess. Um, so I've talked about our little pup Grizzly, um, a few times, obviously, um, we're not too deep into this podcast journey yet, um, but we got Grizzly in 2017, um, he actually was my second dog, um. My husband and I's first dog together we got married in April 2017 and about a week later maybe two we had to put down my first dog um, my very first dog was a purebred Pomeranian all black um, I adopted him when he was 10 years old from a vet that my friends had worked at and Bear lived till 17, so I had Bear for seven years, and he was literally not a dog. He was like a little human. I kind of, I joke that Bear was my first son, and Grizzly was my first dog. Um, we adopted Grizzly not even a full seven days after we put, we sent Bear to heaven. Um, my friend, when I, when I put him down at the vet, I left, and I, You know, in my weird, giggly, weird sense of humor, I said, Call me if you get another palm in. (laughs) And uh, not even a full week later, she sent me a picture of Grizzly at the vet and she said, Look what, look at this palm that just got dropped off. And I jokingly sent it to my husband and he said, Bring him home. And, um, long story short, I did <laughs> I brought him home, and my husband got home from work, and Grizzly, who was at that time, his name was Django um and those owners actually so backstory on Grizzly. he was actually a um a charity, like an auction puppy um the vet had like donated him to an auction um, for some kind of event, and he was a puppy, he was, uh, he was supposed to be a Pomeranian chihuahua mix, he was the cutest little puppy, oh my gosh, and it's really bizarre, because my friend actually had sent me a photo of him when he was a puppy, and I remember being, like, because I literally had the photo, like, um, in my, um, like my, you know how on your Macs you can message. I had that text message. I I never deleted it. And I, I went back. This is so crazy. I went back and I found that picture like a whole year. So, um, that family won him at an auction and they had him for a year and at a year old, they took him back to the vet and they relinquished him. They, they gave him back to the vet and they said he was too energetic, but that he was great. Otherwise, so when my husband said, bring him home, I did. And when my husband got home that night, Grizzly, then I guess Django, literally tried attacking him. <laughs> like, it was insane. And I remember sitting on the sofa bawling and, like, saying, like, we can't keep him. This is crazy. He's trying to attack you. Um, he was super fearful, um super aggressive, but... It was, like, a fear-based aggression. Um, he kept trying to bite my husband. Um, it was just, it was a horrible, horrible night. Um, he was fine with me, but it took probably a good week for him to warm up to my husband. Um, he was just, he would be fine with him. He'd, like, after a while, like, 20 minutes, he'd be fine. And then if when my husband went to work and came home for lunch, he would, like, it would start all over again. Um, so that first weekend that we had him... I had a friend come over and he bit her finger, not, didn't break the skin, but he still, he bit her. And I mean, I, I went from having like this perfect dog, Bear, who I never, who I got completely trained and like he was literally perfect to getting this one-year-old dog that I was told was perfect or the vet was told was perfect, but he wasn't, he literally ran away from us the first week. He was a bolter. Um, he was not housebroken, like literally Everything that could have went wrong that first week did. He ran away. He peed all over the house. He chewed up my coffee table and my brand new pair of sunglasses that my husband bought me on our honeymoon. He bit my friend. Um, What else? Just any, like, <laughs> it was just, it was a horrible week. Oh, and then on top of it, I'm actually allergic to dogs. So I, um... I remember my eyes being super, like, just my allergies were super bad, and I remember I couldn't stop sneezing, and I kept telling my husband, like, I don't think we can keep him, like, I don't know what we gonna signed up for, but I never thought I would ever be this person, and I never thought I would ever say this in a million years, but I don't think we can keep him. Well, we obviously did, and, um, if I'm being honest, there were a lot of red flags, Um, but he did calm down a lot. He did. I, he really needed, he was, um, I don't know if I ever mentioned, he was a, Palmer- so he wasn't a palm chain he, we, we think he was actually a pomeranian australian shepherd mix maybe like a mini aussie pomeranian mix because he was not even 20 pounds um he was super tiny but he was definitely a herding dog he had a ton of aussie characteristics one of his eyes was actually half blue his left eye was half blue but he had like the palm tail um and the palm like uh coat characteristics So, um, essentially what happened is we, we kept it. We kept him. We fell completely in love with him. Um, we really, really loved him so much. And, um, I actually, I remember praying about Grizzly nightly, daily. Lord, please, please calm him down. <laughs> Please like guide me. I don't know what to do about him. I don't know what to do with him. Um, I realized that the more he, the more active he was, the, the calmer he was. So I started walking him a ton. I started taking him to the dog park every day. Um, um, <laughs> I started taking him just to different places so that it wasn't the same place every day. I would take him to every park in the city we lived. Um, we would play ball all afternoon. He loved the ball. He loved bully sticks. Every Saturday he got a bully stick until the baby was born because he got very possessive with them. So we tried, you know, tweaking things. We tried... um, we tried a lot of things. We tried all the different types of collars and harnesses and soft leads and, and, um, we tried a muzzle at one point and that just literally lasted two seconds. Uh, we took him on a trip to my aunt's. She lives in the Napa area and, um, we took him there for Thanksgiving one year. And this is a funny story. We were all, um, you know, we were in the kitchen setting everything up and my aunt had put the turkey on a table next to the dining table and we were all just, you know, getting everything ready. We were about to sit down and I walked into the dining room and Grizzly was standing. Um, He had two, you know, his two front paws on the table that, was, that the food was on and he was literally grabbing the turkey off the turkey plate and throwing it down to the other dogs. um he was just he was he was all dog he was all dog and uh he ran away that trip (laughs) he ran away from he was a bolter so if the door was ever open he was gone and you know over the years i kind of i didn't realize that we were living such an abnormal life We didn't. We very rarely had people over, and when we did, we would put Grizzly either in the bathroom or the bedroom. He loved my mom. There were a few people that could come over. There were no issues. My mom was one of them. Thank God. Um, I would take him to the dog park, and I would constantly, you know, I, I would keep an eye on him. I would, I would walk at certain times of the day because I knew other people were walking and I wanted to avoid those people (laughs) and you kind of you forget that you're living this life that's not normal you forget you I just I kind of it just became second nature if I was walking on the sidewalk and a dog was coming towards me I would go to the opposite side of the street and these are like residential streets so we were constantly avoiding people and dogs but it had become so normal to me that I, I didn't realize it was abnormal anymore. I know that sounds crazy, but it's like, I don't know. It, it's like we were constantly making excuses for him and we were constantly protecting him, but really at the end of the day, I don't think we were protecting anybody. I think we were I think we were just putting a band-aid on a bad situation. Maybe. We were putting a band-aid on a wound that needed stitches. And um, but our you know, we, we loved him. He was a part of our family. And I I think we both prayed, my husband and I, we kept thinking, Well, when we have the baby, he's gonna calm down, you know, he's gonna he's gonna change and he's gonna be different and he's getting older. Um that never happened. If we're being completely honest, that never happened. And looking back now, I think that the last I think that once we brought the baby home, I think Grizzly changed even more. I think he became distant. I think he would have been fine if we never had a baby. I mean, he wouldn't have been fine because he had really these you know, these bad characteristics. Um and that first year of his life, I don't know what happened to him was very fearful of things. I don't know how they treated him. I don't know. I don't know what they did with him. They didn't train him. He's very smart. We taught him so many tricks within weeks of getting him. I mean, he was very smart, almost too smart sometimes. Um, but I think that when we brought the baby home, he became very distant. He wasn't very fond of the baby. Um, the baby has grown, obviously, tremendously and is On the move and is very mobile now. He's actually walking. Um, he he's not walking like a hundred percent, but he's like 90% there. Um, he he's mobile now. Um Grizzly's favorite thing about the baby, I think, was lunchtime, breakfast time, dinner time. Um, because the baby learned very quickly how to feed him. Um so all this to say um, that we loved Grizzly. <laughs> Unfortunately though, on Sunday night, he did bite the baby. And I do blame myself. I thought Grizzly was um, in the bathroom. He loved like dark areas he used to sleep we had a walk in closet and that became his bedroom. He loved <laughs> like having his own room, I guess, kind of. And here in this new place that we're in, it was the bathroom. He he just liked to go sleep in the bathroom. And it was about 5:30 and Grizzly was in the bathroom and I had just started dinner and my mother had called and so I put my earbuds in and I was talking to her. My husband was um at the desk. The baby was in the living room with me. We were folding laundry. I had just walked out of the kitchen for a second and Grizzly was not in the kitchen. And so I walked over to the sofa and I was folding laundry real quick and I was about to go back into the kitchen and the baby had literally, in a split second, walked into the kitchen. I didn't think twice because I thought Grizzly was in the bathroom. Well, Grizzly had walked into the kitchen within, I mean, this is all, this all happened in like a minute. And, um, I believe what happened is the baby cornered him, and he felt threatened, and he, um, he bit the baby. Now, he didn't clamp down, he didn't, he didn't, uh, close his jaw when he bit him. He, essentially, what it looks like happened, is it looks like he, his mouth was open in a warning position, I guess, and he struck the baby's face. Because um, there were no clamp, there's no, there were no like clamp marks. I guess it looks like his mouth was open and he struck him, kind of like a like a snake would. And the baby, so grizzly, like barked, and the baby started crying. And we both, I mean, I was there in a second because I mean, this is very open. This this uh, new apartment is very open, and I can, I mean, I couldn't I can see. I'm sitting in the living room, and I can see the dining room and the kitchen very well, but I can't see on the other side of the counter, if that makes sense, so, so I ran in, and Grizzly was in the corner of the kitchen, and the baby was right there in front of him, and I'm, I'm sure, the baby loves him, the baby loves Grizzly, he just adores him, and that's why we've been very, very cautious, and that's why, obviously, I blame myself, I, I didn't, I, I let my guard down, I wasn't there, um, and so I picked up the baby, and initially I didn't see anything. I thought it was his hand. I thought he had nipped his hand. Um, but then I saw that it was his face, and I grabbed the baby, and I looked at him, and praise the Lord. I mean, God was truly protecting him. Um, he, the The tooth mark is about an inch below his right eye. We took him straight to urgent care, uh, we left Grizzly here, obviously, um, went straight to urgent care. The doctor checked him out and the doctor said she's, um, she thinks that this was, you know, it's obviously, um, it, it could have been worse. It could have been much worse, but that it's going to heal. And she doesn't think that he'll, it'll leave a scar. She thinks that he'll heal really well, um, We have antibiotics and she cleaned it up, but I guess with dog bites, they don't actually ever suture them or um, like close them up because the risk for infection is so high. So she cleaned it up and she put like a Steri strip over it and um, yeah, she sent us home with some antibiotics and said we can offer him some Tylenol if he seems to be in pain, um, but that, you know, everything's going to be okay. Um, obviously there's always that, there, there was always that risk for it to be worse. You know, we're, we're very, very lucky. I've seen dog bites. I've seen really bad dog bites. I actually worked at a vet and I, I worked at an animal hospital when I was in my early twenties and I saw some very, very crazy things working there. So I know we were very blessed for this to not be really bad. Um, so we did have to report it to the county legally, that the doctor's office had to. Um, uh, we had to fill out a form and they submit it to the county. And I immediately called my friend that used to work at the vet and actually also worked at um the animal control for another city. And she knows Grizzly, she knows his temperament. I I reached out to her, um, I cried all night, my husband and I had some very, very serious conversations, very long conversations that, that Sunday night, and um, we, we knew in our hearts that the best, most responsible decision was to put Grizzly down, I did look into rescues that night, and nobody would take him. Um, unless he had been quarantined for 10 days, there's like, there's like applications you can fill out online. They're like questionnaires. And like the first or second question would be, has your dog bitten anybody within the last 10 days? And obviously you have to tell the truth. And so I said, yes. And then it basically disqualifies you and it'll say, please reach, reach back out to us in 10 days. Um, and then what they'll do is they'll do like an investigation because you still have to report that your dog has bitten, um, someone or people in the past and, this was not Grizzly's first bite. um this was probably the worst bite that he's ever um given somebody because he's bitten adults and adults can react more quickly than a child um I know, and my husband we know that a hundred percent if Grizzly was rehomed or or sent to a. <laughs> Um, A rescue that he would... That it was a guarantee that he would bite somebody. Um, It's a guarantee that he would bite somebody again. This was not his first bite with us. We just never reported them to the county because they were never... um, They never needed medical attention. So, yesterday morning, Monday, I consulted with multiple professionals. Multiple. I was on the phone all morning. And, um, they all confirmed that we were making the correct decision. We did not make this decision easily. It was a very hard. Um, a very, very hard decision to make. And Grizzly was a part of our family at the end of the day we couldn't risk having him bite our child we couldn't we couldn't put our child in danger and we couldn't put anybody else in danger we couldn't I mean we're, we're lucky that he never bit anybody um and we 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 I mean we could have got sued you know we could have there's a lot of things that could have gone wrong and like I said we were always aware we were always cautious we were always on alert um but you can never be 100% with anything. So, we did have to put him down. Um, we were present. And we we did request his remains back. Unfortunately, we live in Southern California. And in Orange County, um, the animal control requires rabies testing when a dog bites a any you know a human. Um so we had a few options. We could board Grizzly for ten days and then euthanize him. I didn't want Grizzly to live in a cage for ten days and basically torture him because he was so fearful. And he had redirected aggression, which whenever he was cornered or stressed, he would, he would lunge and bite and he would go into attack mode. We had the option of keeping him here with us, but keeping him, keeping him in a crate for 10 days, which I knew was going to be very stressful again on him and very confusing for the baby. And I just... We we just knew that wouldn't work. We 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 don't have anyone that could have kept him for ten days. We don't have anyone with the with the means to do that right now. Um actually when we were living with my parents he um he he did snap at my mom's Pomeranian twice. He was food aggressive, so we had to be very careful about his food. And Anyway, in Orange County, the way they do the rate well, the way rabies testing is done is if a dog has bitten somebody within 10 days, the county requires rabies testing. Now, you can basically give them your dog's body and they... You can euthanize your pet, and the county takes your dog, <sighs> and then they dispose of him. I'm sure they do, like, a cremation, but we really want Grizzly's remains, and I know some people think that's weird, but, you know, we have Bear's remains. We just put my my childhood cat down a few months back, and my mom has her remains, and we have another, you know, whatever. We have remains, and so I really wanted Grizzly's paw print and his remains back, well, unfortunately, if you want to euthanize your dog, and hes they've bitten somebody within the 10 days, the only way to do the testing is to cut their head off. And the county takes it, and they examine it. So, we will get his body back. But we essentially lose his head. And I'm sorry if this is too uh, graphic. Um, but that's basically what's happening. The vet said that she will remove the head so at least we know it's done. Um, I don't know, lovingly. Not saying that the county wouldn't do it lovingly or, you know, I don't know. But she's going to do it. They will cremate his body and we'll get his remains in a few weeks. Um, this, was, this was a very, 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 very hard decision. I am heartbroken. I am I'm just so sad. I loved him so much. So it's the little things. Um our days were Scheduled around the baby's naps and Grizzly's walks. <laughs> so every morning we'd wake up, we'd get ready for the day, and we'd take Grizzly on a walk. We'd walk the park or the neighborhood. <laughs> and then we'd come home, we'd eat breakfast, the baby would go down for his first nap. And then around lunchtime, we'd take Grizzly out again. Sometimes we'd go on really long walks with friends. We'd go to different parks, and then in the evening when my husband would get home, we would all go for another walk together. So it's like the thought of going to the park in the morning and not having him, and having people, even though we just moved here, they already know Grizzly, to have people ask where he is. I just don't know how I'm going to do that. (laughs) Or like when the baby eats. I'm just so used to throwing everything on the floor (laughs) when I'm cleaning up his high chair. And now I can't do that. (laughs) Because Grizzly's not here to eat it all up. (sighs) So... You know, you just don't, gosh, this year, <laughs> this year has just been so incredibly difficult. And so, Psalm thirty four eighteen says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And right now, my spirit is crushed. I know the Lord is is here comforting me. And I know he doesn't want me to feel this pain. But I also know that he, he had a hand in this. He protected the baby. And I, I think that God, I mean, God created animals. He had Noah save them. <laughs> you know? I pray that animals are in heaven. I think they will be. I really do. Why else would he create them? I pray that I get to see him again. I pray that he's truly in the Lord's presence with Bear and Lily and Sid and, and everybody that I've lost so far. I pray that he's He's happy and he's not scared anymore. He's not aggressive. And I know the Lord has a plan. And I know that it's a good plan. And I know that I can only see, you know, the two feet in front of me. I can't see the mile, you know, that's past that two feet. Especially with the tears in my eyes right now. I know God has a plan. And I think that he truly is involved in all the small, minute details of our lives. And I truly think or believe that that everything ultimately will make sense in the end. So with that being said, mamas, I'm sorry that this was such a sad, sad podcast. But like I said, I really just have to talk about things. Otherwise, I can't move on. So, please subscribe. Leave a review and rate this podcast on whatever platform you're listening. You can always find me on Instagram at Blessed Mama Podcast. And you can always email me at blessedmama Mama Podcast at gmail.com. Hug your babies close. Hug them tight and squeeze your pets love on them and know that they're truly a gift from god and please pray for me mamas please pray for me i really need i need prayer right now (laughs) all right i hope you have a very blessed day wherever you are bye mamas (music)